mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas like... How do you deal with being exposed on Instagram by a colleague? Yeah, it was you putting things of oh. me in my pants. You were just flopping about all over Manchester, <laughs> weren't you? And is it okay not to tell someone you Photoshop their picture onto the front of a book? <laughs> and what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usually like the ants, are we? William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert with 60 billion followers on Instagram. <laughs> it's actually 59 billion, but what's a billion amongst friends? No, we're not Jordan North radio presenter. I'm more Ratmaster Sealer. You're more Wendy's Potato Peeler. Very good. That's from Jane. I've fallen out with the Ratmaster again. Oh, for heaven's sake. It just, it, it's... I'm just done with cling film. I've, do you know the amount of times I've cut my fingers on your Ratmaster? What are you doing? It's it, got a whole safety mechanism in it. It's, I it always, I have to, oh, do, you, do you use yours all right, Ben? No, mine, he doesn't use mine his. Mine is very much in the cupboard. Yeah, same with mine. Yeah, thank you. I don't use cling film because it's, it's bad for the environment. Yeah, same as well. It's bad for Jordan's fingers. Yeah, it is. Right, should we have a drink? Yes, let's, let's pour a drink. Do you want us to do the debonnet? I will, yeah. Oh, oh. It's back to Manchester and your hotel room. Actually, it was Ben's hotel room we were in when we did that uh, video. We should just say. Changing. We had a lovely time for everyone that came to the um, book event. We used our new glasses. Which we've been sent, which are very nice. I'm a wonderful Jean Diva, so thank you very thank much. Thank you for these. Um, who should we toast to? Well, I would like to toast. At the time that this uh, will go out, I will have officiated at my friend Adam and Adrienne's wedding. I'm going to be the celebrant. To I'm not licensed, I'd just like to make that perfectly clear, but they have got married previously. How and I'm many just... friends do you have? I've never met Adam and Adrian. You have, have actually, yes. Have I? Not Adrian, Adrienne. Adrienne. She's a, she's a she. Oh, where, where have I met Adam? Uh, my friend from school. Oh, he was the person that did the reading. Yes, of course I have. Yes, and yes. we met backstage in Bristol as Correct. well. Correct, Sorry, yes. Adam. Adam and Adrian. Adam and Adrian. Mm. It was a lovely wedding. I'm saying it hasn't happened yet, but it was a lovely wedding. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you get in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextonmyboss. Or you can even... What's up with you? Nothing. No, no, I'm just looking at you. Oh. Sorry. Well, sorry, we're all full of cold as well. I'm not. 
Or you can write to William, who, in the fullness of time, promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards with executive self-seal envelopes. The address for that is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. We seem to have um, some really, truly horrid Christmas decorations that have crept into the studio. Behind Jordan's right shoulder is uh, a small tree. How, what would you call that? Two feet? Two, two it's, and a half. Three. Oh, it's a three-foot tree. Yeah, it's about the half size of me. So, three foot. <laughs> you wish. The uh, the bottom, <laughs> the bottom uh, of the tree is red. Then it goes orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. Is that LGBTQ plus? It's LGBTQ plus adjacent. I'm not sure if that's exactly the colours. Is that? See, they look the same to me. That blue and purple. But now you've said it, I can see. Well, it. that's why we've put you not looking at the colour uh, tree, and you're looking purely at the. Apparently, there's an art market tr- uh, fake tree behind me, uh, which is purely green with some fairy lights on it. Or it's my annual joke, as we call them in our house, lights. <laughs> Um, yes, it's still truly horrid, and it's far too early, if you ask me. No, it's not. Did you have you put yours up yet? Yep. No, I'm, because I was away this weekend. I'm, I shouldn't have put them up this weekend, but I'm putting them up next weekend. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I think the earlier the better. No. But mine come down on New Year's Day. Ah, oh, no. You see, I'd leave mine up until twelfth night. No. Oh God, no. There's nothing worse than that day you go back to work in January and you get home and the Christmas decorations are still up. They've got to be down at least. Before you go back to work. So will they still be out when we come around on New Year's Eve? Yeah, I forgot about that. Do you still want us? Because we've turned down many other invitations. Oh, sorry. Oh. No, 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 sorry. I don't mean... <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a picky tea. Don't mean it like that. I'm doing a picky tea. But... And my brownies. And I'm going to do... Guess, guess, guess what I'm going to make. Sit it on TikTok. A chilli. No. <laughs> Air fryer. Mm. Mm-hmm. S'mores. Air fry s'mores. Are we having anything savoury? Yeah, we'll do okay. we'll put bits out. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Well, Mike and I are very much looking forward to it. Good. Well, that'll be nice. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be lovely. Um, how's your week been? Have you recovered from our book tour? Around? It's not a tour. It wasn't a tour. Because the tour is happening in May. More on that later. Yeah, it's uh, our book thing. Have you recovered? I, ha- I have recovered. I had a lovely time. It was lovely spending a lot of time with you and Ben. That was very nice. And Rachel from Penguin Random House. It's quite intense, wasn't it? It was, it was intense. Lots of trains. But our journey from Manchester to London eased beautifully. By you all taking my Monopoly deal virginity. <laughs> I knew you'd love Monopoly deal. Mm. I knew you'd love it. Particularly loved it when I won. Yeah, beginner's luck. It was beginner's luck. Can I also say, I could have won about 15 minutes earlier when I had the, sort of whatever the colour the electric, the utilities are, I had one of those. What? What I didn't realise is, because you hadn't actually properly explained the rules to me, that in the middle of each card, when there are different houses, or something like, some have three, some have four, to complete a set, I thought they all had four. And actually some of them had three. And I was like, well, I've already got two down, I've got one in my hand, I could have put that down and won. Is and it- then once I realised that, I then couldn't flip and play, because you kept doing all your other stuff. If you're listening right now, definitely for Christmas, invest in Monopoly Deal. It's, this is not an ad. It's such a good game. It is so good. It'll, it, it killed a lot of time on that train, didn't it? Yes, it did. And to be fair, it, you, didn't, you don't need a lot of space. Normal Monopoly, you need quite a lot of space for the board, the houses, the money, the cash, etc. No, it's a card game. Honestly, this conversation what? is about like two years out of date, I think. Has, Monop- has it been out yeah, for a while? Yeah. People are going to be listening to this being like, oh, you're telling us about Monopoly deal? I used to talk about it on the radio when I started on Drive about two years ago. Oh. Yeah, it's good though. Okay. 
It's good, but the tour event was good. Has anyone watched The Traitors? That's quite good. <laughs> it's coming back soon. It's coming back soon. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, a, there's even a book you can buy as well. Um, but yeah, we thanks to everyone that came to our book thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a wonderful time, so thanks to everyone in Birmingham, Manchester and London. Uh, we had a really good night out in Manchester as well, didn't we? We did, yes. Uh, I mean, it could have gone in a different direction, but we, we had a nice, more sedate time. It was more William than Jordan. We We... We talked about this on, on stage at the event, but um, I wanted a big night out, and it was a bit of a... Well, I got in It was fairly big. I got home half. at 10 to, 10 to 12. I got in it. But I, went to, I got into bed about 10 to 1. So, Ooh, okay. yeah. Um, it was really good, though. We went to this... We went for a lovely meal. I can't stop thinking about that shepherd's pie. How good yes, it was, was it? Like, was it a shepherd's pie with turkey and goose? Yeah, it was Christmas shepherd's pie. We... Um, Pigs in blankets. Oh, it's well good. So where were the pigs in blankets? I didn't know. On actually top look. of the mash. On top of the mash. Yeah. Okay. It was a great meal. And then we went out afterwards and we found a bar. And um, in this bar, mm. um, we all got searched before we went in. And it was a bit vibey. It was quite loud. And quite loud? The, the bouts had searched us before we went in. And I was shitting because I had a screwdriver in my pocket. Could we just clarify why you had a screwdriver in your pocket? Because at the meal, we had some crackers, and I pulled the crackers and won a screwdriver, you know, on a little mini mm. one. So where is that? Ben had a cheese grater on him. Was it a cheese grater? Yeah. yeah. Um, someone had a cookie cutter. Someone had a cookie cutter, so I don't know what they thought was going to go on there. Um, and then when, they got to, when the bouncer got to searching William in the queue, he put his arms out and just went, no, no. And walked off, so we had to go to another bar. I decided it wasn't my sort of environment. The music, the music was already like, oh god, how do I get out of this? And then when they started searching, like, no, it's not for me. Uh, so we went next door to another restaurant, literally directly opposite, and it was very quiet. Restaurants. It was a restaurant with a bar downstairs. It was a cocktail bar. Oh, was it a restaurant? Yeah, r- oh. upstairs was a restaurant. Oh, okay. And um, it was, you know, it's a good night for me because there was a baby in a bassinet. See, I'm quite worried. That's a pram for most people that are listening. I'm quite worried about that because as you left, mm. it, it started getting a bit louder and goey, as you would say. Okay. And the DJ came on and this lad who was with the baby and his mates went, oh, you're all right. You're, um, George, can I get a picture? I was like, yeah, of course you can, mate. He's a really nice guy. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with, with the baby. My uh, missus is uh, on a works night out. So when he said get a picture, I thought he meant get a selfie with him. And I had to like do this weird pose next to the pram and get a picture with a sleeping baby and all week i've just been thinking social services are going to be getting in touch with me <laughs> social services are going to want to know what happened that baby mm. was out till after midnight it left i left before the baby even i was in bed sooner i know but it was it was good it's always good it's, it's good to be back up north as well like, it was nice i like it was there's so much development in manchester since i lived there it changes every time you go. Yeah, it? I know. It was freezing as well. Oh, it my gosh. definitely is colder up north. Is it? Yeah. It's big coat weather up north at the moment. Well, yes, but not many people in Manchester seem to wear big coats. Nah. Have you noticed? What have you got a coat on for? Soft gear. It's not even cold. You can spot the Londoners. Yeah, that's true. You were all done up to the nines, weren't you? Yes, I was. I just had a vest on. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It, it was re- Oh, and our Debbie come as well, and our Dominic. Yes. Yeah. And Tomo, her husband. Yes, Debbie is your cousin. Yeah, Debbie's my cousin. Dominic is your brother, one yeah. of them. So they came and had a few drinks It's nice as to well. see them. It's really good, yeah. I didn't meet after the book event in Manchester. I wish I had seen them. I didn't meet, well, I've met her before, but I didn't see Annie. She wasn't there. Oh, that's why. Yeah, Dom and Annie wasn't there. Oh, I thought they meant to come. Uh, yeah, they were two and go over. Right. <laughs> 
He just texted me and said, went, sorry, mate, I'm on Gova. So, yeah, so don't worry. Right, okay, fair yeah. enough. That was at half ten and we was on at eleven. Okay. Very blurry-eyed audience in Manchester. Yes. A great one. Manchester on 11 o'clock in the morning. That was, that was a struggle. Is it blurry or bleary? Bleary. Blurry-eyed. Blurry-eyed. They've probably got something wrong with their eyes. <laughs> Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. They were bleary-eyed. All right. Sorry. What they probably needed is a good, strong cup of coffee. And on that note, um, I was texted uh, last week, at the end of last week, by someone who works on this podcast, not in this room, asking for my advice on coffee. And I thought, oh, how interesting they're, they're texting me when I make weak coffee. Well, apparently the caffeine isn't any less in your coffee. That A lot of people have messaged me about that. I like mm. a strong coffee. We've talked about this a million times. I like a full roast. Yes. <laughs> you like a dark roast, don't you? That's right. Yes. yes. And you like a weaker one, don't you? Like a number two or three. Well, my coffee doesn't have numbers oh, on it. It doesn't matter. I've said it before. But I just thought it was interesting that this person, who will remain anonymous, texts me. It flashed up Jack, and I, I replied. Jump cut Jack. Oh, sorry. Did I say who that was? Sorry. He came on uh, Sunday. Jump he did, yes. It was nice to see him. Uh, but yeah, he wanted uh, coffee advice. Oh, okay. So I have given him that coffee advice. Right. I hope actually I can say that. We might need to check. Jack, you're editing this, so actually there's a reason why you asked me for coffee advice, and you might need to cut this. But anyway. So that coffee you went out and got me on Saturday morning in Manchester. It was good, wasn't it? It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday morning. Mm. Oh, was it Sunday morning? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, producer Ben and I had a little, another hot date breakfast on our own. Really annoyed, because I could have had another hour in bed that morning. Oh, sorry. We were just waiting around. Anyway. Mm. Never mind. Tell you what I did see. Yes. On my run this week, mm. and I, I can't unsee it, and I thought, this is the only place I can talk about it. <laughs> now, I know we don't talk about poo anymore. Oh, no. But... Jordan. I just... I can't unsee it, and I don't know... And we, we made eye contact as well, which is even weirder. Sorry? Where's so, this going? I was on a run. Oh, no. Right. No. I was on my run down Thames. <laughs> yeah. Down the Thames. And it's pretty early in the morning, and I think this bloke must have thought that there was no one around. No. Oh. And his dog was having a poo, but I think, I like to think the dog was struggling. <laughs> so he was with his, I, th- I assume... Oh, please his, don't say well. His girlfriend, so... He kind of pulled a poo out of the dog's bum and oh. I witnessed it all. And you know, when dogs get like stringy and I just, no. oh. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this and eating, but I just can't see it. And it's just, the, <laughs> we met the weirdest eye contact ever as if to say, please mate, don't tell anyone about this. And I look back at him as if to say I won't, but I'll just talk about it on my podcast. But it <laughs> Did was, you get that from the eyes? <laughs> it was so weird. And I know my mum used to have to do this with Frank. Oh. oh, go on, laugh away. No. <laughs> but sometimes... Is Frank still with us? Just about. He yeah. ate some at once and it was like, I think he had a carrier, not a carrier bag, it was something like that. I just had to pull it out. So it was, yeah, what's the etiquette there? It's like a magic trick, isn't it? It is. What's the etiquette there? <laughs> what? Well, to pretend not to notice. Okay. Which is a, a lost art, as I've I said I mean, before. he had a carrier bag over him. Over his hand. Over his <laughs> Would you... Have you done that with Diego? Yeah, you have. See? Oh, I don't need to have this conversation. You have, haven't you? It's quite common for dogs, isn't it? It's, it, it's, not, it's not common. It's happened. Oh, Jules, I don't know what I had. It was <laughs> awful. Jules, it was awful, honestly. Do you... Oh, I, 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 it was, oh, it was all... I, I'm embarrassed. I, 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 I am embarrassed about it, Jules. I just don't know what I can say. 
I don't think Diego likes me. Oh. Because every time I come into the studio and he's here, I get barked at for like five minutes. When I come in. Nothing. Yeah, it's just, you know, you know, William, it's just, I just have to get used to you. I'm queen, yeah, but... bi- I'm queen bitch in this place. And then when you come in, it's, I don't know where I am. But George, I love you, babes. I love you. I think, I actually think Diego barks at people he loves. Oh, really? Yeah. Does he bark at you? No. <laughs> where is he anyway? He's got his little coat on today. He's, he's, he's Do you like it, George? It's my big coat. It's a bit cold, isn't it? It's a bit cold, so I've got a big coat on. Um, in, in other news, I need to ask people that see me in the, in the street, out and about, to just be careful with how they phrase their compliment. It's a compliment. I've had several people, two today already, that have walked past me and gone in front of other people that obviously don't know who the dickens I am in relation to this other person. I love your videos, man. And I think it makes me sound like a porn star. <laughs> mm, can I just say, it has been fascinating mm. travelling the country with William over the weekend. It is literally like walking around with Victoria Beckham. <laughs> How I'm not smiling. Times have changed and the tables have turned. Because <laughs> literally we walk through Birmingham New Street Station and people just go, TikTok! And literally, he gets asked for so many pictures and selfies now. I, I'm there taking the pictures. They're like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Like, I mean, I've had this for the last two years. I'm so like, they're like, will you just take a picture of us? I'm like, yeah. They're like, who are you? He's bag carrier. And I'm like, no, I do a podcast with him, but it, 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 it doesn't matter. But yeah, um, so I got so many people stop you now. I said as mm. well, can you start wearing a hoodie and a, and a cap? It's not really on brand. And that would stop people from. I don't asking, think it would. I, just when you're travelling, just wear a cap. I'd get funny looks because people would think I was about to mug them. No, you wouldn't. And that, but you prance through and you're like, I'm here. <laughs> I am the UK's internet expert with 1.6 million, Eight. 1.8 million followers on Instagram. Well, I don't prance through. I mean, I'd, I'd love like... your videos. <laughs> yeah, but love your videos makes you like people will then think, well, what the heck videos? And then I get looked at. I can feel people looking at me going, um, is he on OnlyFans? Is he on Just for Fans? Hopefully. Which fans is he on? I'm not on either. I, I'm not being funny, but I don't think many people would look at you and think you're a porn star. I say what that. do you mean by that, you cheeky bitch? Well, that video yeah, we posted video. in the hotel room. Yeah. So do you want to, for those that, that those lucky few that didn't get to see it, would you like to explain <laughs> what on earth that was? Um we were getting ready in the hotel room in Manchester on Sunday morning and William was putting his trousers on and I filmed it and said, and I quote, you get yourself off. Thanks for a great night. Attack, he's downstairs. You <laughs> had to, you had you to, had to be, be there. there. It, was, it was very funny. You d- and by the way, everyone that very sweetly messaged both the sexist account and your account going, have you got William's permission to post that? Yes, he did. But you notice I didn't retweet it didn't onto retweet my it. channel because then people might see it. So I didn't want them to, oh. to see it. But yeah. It's been a fun old week at Sexted Towers, hasn't it? It has been, yes. And thank you for all the lovely messages about the tour. We'll uh, talk more about that in a minute. But Mm -hmm. we're delighted to be coming back on tour in May next year. A lot of people speculating last week with the teaser clip what was going to be happening. Well, yeah, I was going to say, because you you joke about OnlyFans. A lot of people were guessing OnlyFans. Yeah, a lot of people were guessing OnlyFans. All sorts of conspiracy theories. Someone said I was going to be playing Queen Elizabeth in the last series of The Crown. (laughs) Quite like that one. Mm. A lot of people also commenting on your stripy jumpers. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people saying you look like... Iron Brew. No, so in the last one, they said... The pink and green, I look like a thimble. Yes. And then a lot of people saying you look like... And I don't know who this is. Flippy or something or... Yeah, Blippy or... Blippy. Who's Blippy? I don't know. 
It's a children's thing. Fim- even thimbles were sort of slightly past my childhood, but I was aware of them. They sort of ben, replaced Google the Teletubbies, I think. Blippy. Bro looks like Blippy. Lol. Is it? I can't see a Blippy. Oh. oh. Him? Oh, I think it's... Oh, yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> oh, it's... Yeah, it's yeah. a cartoon character. Oh, I see. You do actually look like Blippy. What, uh, stri- what, what stripes have you gone for well, today? today? I've just gone for more muted. It's sort of it's black and sort of brown. Is that to make you more interesting? Is that why you're wearing stripes? <laughs> oh. Are you going to get your ear pierced out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Ben. All weekend he was worried that he'd gone septic. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, the, the stress that Sorry. that... Honestly, you know, I didn't... Shock. You actually, you know, pierce your skin and mm, might go septic. Might go shock. septic. Have we got a lump here? And um, I did have a lump. We went for a meal and he ordered hot water. I'd gone to the toilet, I took a phone call, come back, and I nearly sipped some hot water <laughs> from his septic ear. Yeah, he was there dipping his ear in this water oh. at this restaurant. It was most peculiar. I mean, it wasn't the most peculiar thing we saw in that restaurant, but uh, it was the most <laughs> peculiar thing at there our was, table. There were some unruly children and William was... Um, well, and Rachel from from uh, from All right, I don't make name, don't mention names, but William wasn't. We well, had very strong views. I weren't bothered. I just wanted oh, to read about those kids this month. Also, and then that lovely uh, June Diva came up, said hello to both of us, and said to me, "Can I just say you are so much more handsome in real life?" Yeah. So, we, well, how rude! <laughs> we met a lot of June Divas on tour. One was really good for the ego when we got to London, Houston. And this girl said, so can I get a picture on Big Jane Davis? She went, I was actually going to come tonight, but I've got tickets to take that instead. <laughs> I was like, charming. And to that Jane Diva, there were just two seats empty that we kept looking at all evening, mm. thinking that you should have been sitting there. What would have been better, us reading from a book or take that? Yes. How will they do Never Forget with three of them? Because <laughs> in, in the song, it's all of them. Never Maybe they'll do a forget ABBA. where you're coming from. Nah. Why? What do Apple do this? Well, they do the Apple Voyage. They do the, the the sort of the AI things. Anyway, it's been a fun old week, and yeah, lots going on. Shall we do William's etiquettemology of the week? Yes, Jordan, I love this bit. I hope you do too. Here it is. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge, is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, etiquette, etymology of the week. And this week, I'm talking about why do we call them Yorkshire puddings? Inspired by something you said a few weeks ago, why do they call them Yorkshire puddings? Hear me out, I got told they were actually Greek. Okay, well, you'll find out if that's correct or not after these messages. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. It's now time for William's Etiquettimology of the Week. And so, based on something Jordan said a few weeks ago, why are Yorkshire puddings called Yorkshire puddings? Jordan thinks it's something to do with Greece. Let's find out. Well, it's likely that some kind of Yorkshire pudding has existed since we began to roast meat, but the, the origin is slightly lost. However, what we know is that meat was always roasted on a spit, you know, with a bar going through it, in front of a fire, beneath the meat... Uh, was the drip pan, and that caught the fat. And as we know, you need to use fat or oil uh, to get really good Yorkshire puddings still to this day. Now, the original Yorkshire puddings were made in these drip pans, meaning they were large and oblong, so they were not the round things that most people are familiar with now. The first mention of one is in 1737, when it is referred to as a dripping pudding. Ten years later, they were called Yorkshire puddings, but we don't actually know why they're called Yorkshire well, they puddings. Well, they were made in Yorkshire. Well, not necessarily. They were made all over the shop, so why aren't they called Lancashire puddings or a Somerset Well, they Somerset probably originated pudding. in Yorkshire. No, there's, again, but there's no evidence, darling. You can't, you can't sort of throw something out. Yeah, but there's out. no evidence of Jesus, and people go to church every week. Well, actually, there is of... But anyway, let's not go down that, uh, that route. Anyway, it's probably, however, to do with coal and Yorkshire. That's probably why, because you needed... Um, coal to get the really high temperature to make it. So that's probably why we think they're called Yorkshire puddings. Now, the smaller ones, do you do small ones or do you do ones in a rectangular tin? I've done big ones before, yeah. Yeah, well, the smaller round Yorkshire puddings date from the 16th century when ovens became more common. And it was at that time that they began to accompany a roast, traditionally roast beef. So Yorkshire pudding's been around since the 1700s, attached to a roast meal since the 19th century. Wait till you've had my Yorkshire puddings now. You don't you need do them on New Year. You don't need a muffin tin. You can just do them in a big pan. Yes, that's what like, I've just I said. Know, in a big oven yeah. dish and just yeah. rip them off. It's just yeah, or cut them into sort of squares. Uh, I made um, leftover toad in the hole. Oh, I love. Oh, do you know? Maybe I should have toad in the hole tonight. It's so easy to do. I know. I had chashuka last night for my tea. Did you? It's so. It literally takes five minutes to make. Mm. So good. No, it's marvellous. Oh, it's great with feta. Well, nice. All right, well, shall we... I'm quite hungry now for showing the host, but shall we, in the meantime, go on to the listeners' dilemmas? Let's do it. Okay, this is from GD, the G and Diva. Hello, William Jordan and Peanut Butter. They're a big fan. I'm going to an all-inclusive resort in a month with my two-and-a-half-year-old first time travelling through with her. With the heat and her being a toddler, I need snacks for her throughout the day. I'd like to hear your take on the etiquette of taking food from the buffet. Should I put food onto a plate and then onto a little snack container at the table while we eat? Can I simply put the food directly into the snack container? What is buffet etiquette? Thank you all so much. I love listening to you both, or to you three, hundreds of people if we include all of Jordan's impressions for the last five years. GD, the G and Diva. GD, the G and Diva, get stuck in. Take as much as you can. And even better if you've got a little snack container. That is a great... I'm going to start taking Tupperware next time I go to an all-inclusive. 
That's such good because usually I put it in a napkin, then it gets all squashed. But yeah, I wouldn't fill up at the buffet straight into the Tupperware container. I'd take it to your table and put it on a plate. But yeah, and if not, put it in a napkin. Take what you can when you can. And my advice is, it's a, a lot of it gets wasted anyway. So if they stop you, just say, a lot of it gets wasted anyway. Take as much as you can when you can. Uh, well, I can completely disagree. I don't. I don't disagree. <laughs> However, I would say you can take stuff from the buffet, but if you have gone to the last sitting, or let's say the buffet closes at 10, for example, okay, you no more admit, admittance into breakfast after 10, you go in at 9.30, and then once we hit 10, there's often a lot of wastage at, at buffets, so you could say to the staff, do you mind if I take some away for my lunch? And if they say yes, then I think go for it. No, I just... Obviously, don't take piss. Don't be like... Okay, so where, where do we where do we draw the line? Like a couple of muffins, a few of the croissants, maybe uh, you take some sausage, chop it up, you know, that kind of thing. Even at like the first sitting, it's yeah. But what happens if I? Okay, so you've gone in, you've Just taken a, a, an extra plate, a bit of Tupperware for a two-year-old, isn't going to do anything. Well, I appreciate else. a two-year-old's not going to eat that much, but uh, well, some two-year-olds eat loads. But let's say you go in at seven, you take away five croissants for your family that you're going to eat. I then go in at the eight o'clock sitting. They've run out of croissants because some someone's taken them for lunch. Tough tits. Your fault for not getting up early. Ooh. I just think, don't take the mic. But yeah, I always take, when I'm at a buffet, I always take a bit for train and stuff. <coughs> Little mini croissants and stuff. They've got loads in. And like I said, a lot of it gets wasted. And I hate food waste. Do you? <laughs> I do. You know I do. I am, nothing goes to waste in my house. No. Gobble anything, don't you? I, I do. Mm. Let's move on to this one from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I have been with my current fiancé for almost five years and we've been engaged for just over a year. Recently I've been having... Oh, recently I've been having doubts about my decision. I don't know whether it is because I've recently started university or that I feel as though I have grown up and the relationship is just not what it used to be. Now I understand that everyday life is boring, but surely there should be a spark as a young couple about to get married. We live together and have done since lockdown and we are due to be married in 2025, but something in the back of my mind is telling me to leave. Six months ago we were insanely happy and now I can't help but feel flat. I have spoken to my family about my concerns and all they have responded with is that I won't find anyone as good as him again and that I'd regret my decision. But surely I wouldn't be feeling this way for nothing. However, I can't but feel an immense amount of shame in feeling this way. Lots of love to you lovely lot, Anonymous. Anonymous, this is oh, it's such a tough one. This is a really difficult thing to be going through, it really is. But I would say if you're having doubts... There is no harm in just putting it on hold. Just put the brakes on. It doesn't mean you have to end the relationship, call the wedding off. Mm. Just put the brakes on, maybe postpone the wedding and just speak to your partner. And look, that is so easy to say because it is going to be probably one of, if not the toughest conversation you're going to have in your life. But there is no harm in just putting the brakes on. Mm. You're very young. You're so young. Yes, assuming that, obviously, you can start university at any age, but I'm just going to, we're going to assume that you mean that you're 18, 19. Mm. Put it on hold. Maybe put, some people say this is just kicking the can down the, what is it? Kicking the, road. Kicking the can down the road, but put it on hold, see where you go from there. Um, that is my advice. I would also say talk to your, your fiancé. Talk, speak. If it, maybe don't say, oh, I'm having doubts about the entire wedding, because that's sort of fairly seismic. Mm. Um, but you could say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, something's feeling a little bit Are we rushing odd. Into Are it? we rushing into it? Do you talk to them? There's no point sort of having... 
any any sort of niggle you have, and the fact you have gone to your family first and not to your partner is very interesting. Um, because actually, as you get older, as you become into a long-term relationship, and yours is fairly long-term, it's n- nearly five years, as you say, you, your first point of call is not your family, it is your partner. I appreciate, obviously, in this instance, you are having uh, doubts about your partner, but you should still talk to your partner first, not pick up the phone to your parents, for and, example. You, you know, you might speak to your partner and they might reassure you, make you feel better. It yeah. might be like, oh, right, okay. They might have actually it, felt the same way. And I don't think your, your family should be saying you'll never meet someone as good as him. I don't think that's quite good advice. Really. No, I think that's that's really bad that your family have said that, if it's, I'm honest. Is that normal to have doubts? Did you ever have any doubts before you married Mike? No, no. Is that really personal? No, well, no, I mean, it's quite personal, but no, I didn't. <laughs> like, is that normal? I'm sure you get a few pre-wedding jitters, cold feet. Yeah, I mean, look, any relationship goes through peaks and troughs, and that that is called a relationship, and it's definitely called marriage. But if you talk to one another and you love one another and you have a good foundation, you will be fine. Shall we tell him now? I think now's a good time to tell him. At your wedding. Yes. Ben and I and Stuart. What's Mm. he called? Not executive. Chairman Emeritus. Chairman Emeritus Stuart, who's caught his jacket. We had a bit of a black backup plan in case Mikey didn't turn up at the altar. Right. So, yeah. Which one of you was going to stand in this place? No, it weren't that. We'd hired a, um, a, a room in another hotel to take you there. Right. We were going to get you really drunk. And, like, we were going to spend the night with you and stuff. We had a backup plan. We had a, <laughs> what like, a shame you turned up. We had a, we, had a, we had a little WhatsApp group going and everything. Did you? It was called Jilted. <laughs> Help, I sexted my boss, the Jilted group. There was a few of us in there, but just just back up in case. Right. Why did you think Mikey wasn't going to turn up? Well, you know, can be a bit flaky, can't he? <laughs> there, actually one thing flaky. Mikey is not, and that is flaky. flaky. Coming from someone who's flaky. Yeah. Yes. Flaky. Uh, yeah. Those in he glass was, houses. He was a couple of years ago when he had that dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey has never had dandruff. He had He'd be dandruff mortified. Said that. He will be mortified. Yeah. Bless. He doesn't listen. So no, he doesn't listen. No, he doesn't. It's fine. Yeah. Stop listening, John. Can't be asked for impressions, pal. It's just me heading. It's not even funny anymore. Anyway, should we go back it's to this? Got too mainstream. What we all ads and everything. Does me heading. All right, Mikey. <laughs> oh, and have you never stopped mentioning that pissing book? And now what we're gonna have for the next three months? Tour, tour, tour. Bloody tour. It's book tour. Bloody merchandise. Christ. Go back to old days. All right, Mikey. Jeez. <laughs> Should we go back to this rather deep question from Anonymous? Uh, talk to your partner. Yes, of course. I think before anyone gets married, you might think, oh, God, you know, is you might, of course you might think that, even if it's just for a second. Um, but I suspect there are some bigger things going on. Talk to some close friends about it, but I think you need to talk to your partner. This next one is from Aaron. William Jordan and producer Ben, it starts with no other salutation. I hope you can help me. I recently visited the doctor for a, oh, God, cystoscopy. That brilliant time of having a camera down your penis. Oh. What fun. What is the u- urethra? Urethra. urethra. What do you want? Baby, I got it. What you need? You've all I got it. R-E-S-P. It'd be funny if they played urethra. If I was a doctor and I was doing a urethra, I would play urethra. Right. Urethra Franklin. Urethra Franklin. That's what we'll call it from now. That's a much better name. Down your urethra, Franklin. Right down his urethra, Franklin. <laughs> we could have our own 
cockney slang. Right down is Franklin. What is the urethra called in your willy? What's called the urethra? It's called your urethra, isn't it? Yes. Shall we continue? Yeah, correct. That's not the issue, though. The doctor asked if I was happy to have medical students present. Oh, God. Oh, God, why do doctors do this? I oblige, as that's how people learn. So in I go, drop my kegs, which I know now means trousers, lay down and get all the cold jelly lube put in all the places. I then realised, of the three medical students, two of them were female, one of which was a girl I knew in primary school. The other was my cousin. Shut up. Help. Shut up. That should not have been allowed. (laughs) Help, how can I face her at family functions ever again? Sincerely, Aaron. Aaron, fair play. I I think you should say before anything happened. Respectfully, that's my cousin. (laughs) What are the odds? Three medical students walking in and two of them... Sounds like a joke. I know, two of them, one of them being that you went to primary school with and one of them being your cousin, I would have, I agree, I would have said, oh, I'm really sorry. In fact, I think the etiquette there is they should have said, oh, we, we know the patient. Yeah, I don't know what the, the ethics here are. Do you remember when I had to have that prostate exam? <laughs> have we ever done this story on the podcast? Because it is one of my favourite Jordan North stories. So I think we have, but in the early series. So for our newer listens, a good few years ago now, I remember it was a good few years ago because it just started on Radio 1, but it made me realise the power of Radio 1 and how big it mm. was. So, um, Your prostate. No. So <laughs> That's I, why it was going. <laughs> I just started covering for Matt Edmondson on weekends. Um, he was off for a month, so I was doing his shows. And I had a couple of problems. Everything was fine. And I thought, I'll, I'll go to the doctors. Mm. And I knew what was coming up because obviously I Googled it. So I get there and it wasn't my usual doctor. Okay. Mm. Um, he, he must have been off. But it, it, it was a lad who, he must have been the same age as me, if not younger. So this was some years ago. I was about 25, 26. Mm. Right? And he's... It was sh- quite some time ago. He's straight out of medical school. Yeah. If not still a student. So, hello. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and... Um, James Hansen. We're, we're having the most awkward small talk. We're the same age, right? And he's talking about bloody cycling and stuff. And I've been cycling in my life and fell walking. And I tell him a problem. And he's like, right, I'm going to have to give you a prostate exam. I was like, right, okay, fine. So, and I remember him saying, and this is when I thought, oh, this can't be right. But I'm saying, if you just go behind the per- curtain and whip your kecks down. I thought, <laughs> a, a doctor don't say whip your kecks down. <laughs> so I get behind the curtain and he's like, just knees up to your chest, right? And So knees up, were you on your... Side. Are you on your side, you? Okay. And we're making, still making the most awkward small talk. Right? He's talking about bloody cycling. He's putting the gloves on, he's slapping on. He's got the lube and he's making that farty noise. You know, like when you've got the ketchup. He's like, <laughs> getting the, he's like, oh, sorry, this is running out. He's like, <laughs> I'm thinking, fuck my life, Jesus Christ. Right? We're still making this small talk. He opens my arse cheek. <laughs> right? Puts his finger in. As soon as he put his finger in, he went, I heard you on Radio 1 at the weekend. (laughs) I went, oh, did you? He went, yeah, yeah, you've been covering for a while now. (laughs) He's trying to make, he's he's done all this small talk and then he decides to mention the Radio 1 thing as he's fingering me arse. So I just think, I hope now that he's learned prostate etiquette, prostate exam etiquette. Oh, prostate etiquette. Freddie, write that down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you're literally going and he's like ask he's like how long have you been doing that for i was like mm, just, you know, a few weeks 
It's like, yeah, are you, I, I listen to you on Rock FM sometimes. It's like, oh, nice one. <laughs> anyway, everything was fine. Do you still write? I've never seen him since. No. But yeah, I don't even know if he was a doctor. It was done down a back alley. So anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Bless you. So I can, I know what those situations are like. Yeah, I think, I think possibly doctors get in touch or anyone in the medical profession, should those people that know him, medical students, gone, oh, we know him, we need to go. But I don't think you're within your, even though you said yes to the medical students being there, when you actually then see who they are, you go, no, I'm sorry, out. Mm. I, I think you would have been within I would your have made a joke of that. it. I would have been like, you're not doing this for my cousin in the same room. Depends where you're from, though. That's probably normal. Um, <laughs> But medical people get in touch. It's so normal to them. I used to work with a lady who used to be a nurse. Mm. And just, they are, it's just water off a duck's back to them. They have seen and heard it all. Yeah. So they're not embarrassed about urethras. No, frankly. Uh, this is from AH. Dear William Jordan and PB. I'm painfully single at this point. About a month ago, I had a few, probably too many, glasses of Chardonnay and decided to watch a movie. After finding one of the leads attractive, I googled them, found a picture, and my wine-addled brain thought it was hilarious to set it as my phone background. Anyway, I went to bed, woke up hungover, and rushed to work the next morning. I'm the assistant to a very busy interventional radiologist. And we start most days with her sitting next to me so we can go over her schedule. In the process of sitting down, she moved some things on my desk and woke the screen on my phone. She noticed the picture and asked if it was my boyfriend. Too embarrassed to admit that I, a 27-year-old woman, had drunkenly saved my celebrity crush as my wallpaper, I said yes. She congratulated me on how handsome he was and I never thought about it again. That is, until yesterday when she and a few other colleagues were talking about the company Christmas party that would include my plus one. Oh god. She mentioned that she was looking forward to meeting my handsome boyfriend. My dilemma is this, do I fess up and tell her the truth when she inevitably notices that I don't bring a date to any of the upcoming work parties, or do I just make up a break do I just make up a breakup and hope she doesn't bring it up? I move to another state in six months anyway. Love the show. AH I think you might have to own up here, because like let's just say it's Joe Jonas or something. She's going to see him on the telly Good suit. choice. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's an actor. That's I a think. tough one. Or you could just say, you could totally get in the lie, turn into a bit of a fantasist and a stalker and just be like, yeah, he's, he's, he's filming. He's away filming, so he can't make it. Yes. Yeah. You could do that. You could do that. I quite like the making up a breakup. Oh, yeah. But I then, think that's quite funny. Mm, How did they do it? He was just too busy touring. Yeah. I mean, you, at least you are moving away or in he, six months. Uh, just say he fell for his co co-host or something. It's, it's I'm co sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was weird. <laughs> Hello, Freud. <laughs> his co-star. Right. Just say that. Are you really going to do an etiquette video on a prostate exam? No, probably not. Okay. I suspect that we might, might fall into some I, problems. I probably would either own up and just say, look, I was a bit off and go over that. Do you day. want to be in that video? If we do do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Can I get me to a million followers, then yeah. <laughs> that would. I would yeah. get a prostate exam on TikTok for to that. To be fair, we probably don't need to actually, depending on the camera angle that Freddie does, we actually probably don't, I probably don't need to stick my finger anywhere. You Should can we do just, it as a laugh? Yeah, we could do it as a laugh. We could do, what's it called, Bedside Manor? Yes. Yes. See, I come up with half your content. I told you to do the, the dinner jacket one when we got the pictures taken for the tour. Yes, you did. So. Yeah. Okay. Right, well, I'll have my 10%, please. 1%. 1%. You can have. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I would I would either just say, oh, he can't make it because you're moving anyway, or you can just have some fun and make up a breakup. Yeah. The, you might that might bring you a cake or something, so you might get a cake out of it. The moment I wake up. Did you? Who was your sort of crushes when you were younger? Did you have any pop or, or indeed pop stars, Before pop groups? I, I had steps on my, on my wall. Stop talking about you, Aretha Franklin. Um, you had steps. Yeah, that's who I had on my wall. I had what well, post? Were you allowed posters? One on Common Thursdays. We would just push it out <laughs> on that. I had. A lot of wrestlers on my. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> you were into that. Were I loved WWF. Um, not pandas. The pandas no. No. <laughs> and I had a Simpsons one. Okay. That's about it, really. I'm trying to think what other posters he had. No, no music ones. I had a lot of at uni. I had a lot of movie ones that I thought were cool. Oh, like what? So I had like uh, Goodfellas poster, Scarface, Casino, oh. Blues Brothers. You used to get them at Freshers Fairs. Who else do they have? It's a bit tragic. I've talked about this before. I had a Zac Efron calendar uh, in my Manchester flat. He was well hung in my dining room, just over one of those double doors that you you went through. Uh, But then when I had trade round to do work, I had to um, put that behind. Because I didn't want them to think I was gay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not being funny, but as soon as you answered the door, I think they would have clocked down. How fucking rude. No! No, I mean, just... No, like... Yeah. The kimono wouldn't have given anything away. Kimono? Yeah, I was in. Oh, was you actually? No. Oh. Did you have Zac Efron? I did. Mm. It was the 2013... No, it was, would have been the 2011 calendar. Do you still fancy Zac Efron now? No. Has he done a film recently? Yeah, he's done that new wrestling one, hasn't he? Oh, probably go and see it, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> Says you. You're looking really good at the moment. Have you had Botox recently? Uh, yeah, I have Botox Yeah, here. you can tell. You well, look, about a month ago. You look, you know, like when you had plaster scene, plaster, plaster, what was it called? Plaster scene, and you'd like smooth it out so it was perfect. Right. Mm. Well, thank you. You've so not much. got. Oh my god. What? You've not got a wrinkle in. Look at his forehead. Look at that forehead. Look at mine. <laughs> oh, it's like an ordnance survey map. Your head. Look oh. at yours. Oh my god, that does look. Yeah. Well, I ought to say, I've actually never had Botox on, on the lower part of my face, so the lower part of my face is all natural. You have it well, in your this eyes. Bit, this bit, anyway. Mm. You have it in... Your, that looks great, to be fair. Thank you. But, like... Why have you only just noticed this? You stare at me every week. Yeah. Can you, like, crinkle your forehead? Whoa! It don't crinkle! Look at that! <laughs> Can I touch it? Yeah. Come here. My forehead? Yeah. Let me... Oh, wow! <laughs> Are you touching it? Yeah. yeah. Can you not feel it? <laughs> I could feel that, yes. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much for your compliments, Jordan, and thank you, everyone, for your listener dilemmas. Um, as we have said last week, we are taking Sexed on the Road for a brand new live show. We are going to... Can you remember the venues, Jordan? Uh, we're going to Manchester. Well done. We're going to Glasgow. Yes. We're going to London. Yes. We're going to Newcastle. We're going to Birmingham. Yes. And we're going to Bristol. Come and see us in a city near you. Are tickets on sale now? Yes, they are. And where are they on the sale? The tickets for our tour, Sex and My Boss Live, are on sale now at sexandmyboss.com forward slash live. 
Marvellous. So this tour will bring together everything you love about the podcast. It's our stories, your outrageous dilemmas, and of course, plenty of D. If you've not seen us before, it's not just us doing a recording. It's not a podcast recording. No, and these don't get recorded. No, we put it up. We put on a, a live show. Everyone is welcome, and it's the perfect night out for hardcore Gene Diva. Uh, if you're new to Sexted or you're being dragged along as a plus one, come along, and you can come on your own. So many people come on their own and make so many friends and stuff. And if you're listening now and you think my other half, my auntie, my uncle, next door neighbour would love this as a Christmas present. Sextedmyboss.com forward slash live. Marvellous. Now, on the weekend release, Jordan, and indeed listeners, you all need to be braced for something. Oh. <gasps> what? That's all we'll say. Again? What? Again. Stop with the teasers. Yes, but this is a different type of announcement. Oh, no. So we'll see you on Friday. Are you getting divorced? No, we're not getting divorced. <laughs> what is it with this theme? I've been jilted about t- 20 minutes ago. Because we've got a bloody... We've all got a um, what's sweepstake. We've all got a sweepstake on. As to who goes first. Mm. How rude. A.V. Adam said it last a year. So he's already. <laughs> uh, always remember, you can listen every Tuesday and Friday. You can watch us on YouTube on Wednesday and Fridays. And you can share us on your socials all week. Because any tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com. You can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexwithmyboss. Or you can write to William, who, in the fullness of time, promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards with executive Celsius envelopes. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. See you on Friday for some news. <laughs> for some news? You're having a foursome? <laughs> is that what it is? I wish. We'll see you on Friday. 